One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. In studio now is David Noble. Hello, how are Hello, you? Hello, how are you keeping you well? Good, thanks so much for popping in. Not a bother. So, what I want to know, and actually when I was chatting to Louise, she was like, I, I don't know if anyone even has the answer for this, but how did Gogglebox even first come about? Like, who came up with this idea? Oh, um, well, it, it's originally UK format. So, it's a company called Studio Lambert, and... So there's kind of, there, there, well, there's two trains of thought as to kind of where it came about. One is it's definitely inspired by the royal family. Um, do you remember the royal family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so incredible sitcom. And it, like what what the royal family did was it all of a sudden introduced this style of comedy that in a similar way to Seinfeld in the US, like it was just a little bit of a show about nothing. It was just real life, just every day. Um, and it's it's all just about real people, which is brilliant. And... Then, if you believe kind of other stories, there was another story based around the London riots, where there was a producer who was watching the news about the London riots, commenting in his house with his family and friends, live tweeting stuff that was happening outside his window. And then all of a sudden, you get friends kind of saying similar things in different areas, but they're all talking about the same thing. And and he's kind of thinking to himself why isn't there a show where everybody's sharing their opinions on what's happening live on television? Um, you know, we all do it. Like, it's, in in a way, you'd think to yourself, Jesus, a show about people watching telly shouldn't work. But here we are, five seasons later, and, you know, we're still on the air. Yeah, but that's the thing, because I wanted to ask you that as well. Like, did you think it was going to be as big of a success? I know, obviously, it kind of took over in England first before it came to Ireland, did it? But... If I was to pitch this idea to you and come into your office, like, would you just think it was completely mental? I would have walked into my boss and had a good old laugh and said, you're not <laughs> going to believe what she's just after telling me. Um, no, I like, I genuinely did think it was going to work here. And the reason being is I've worked on TV shows in the UK and in Ireland and I've I've friends from both. And But the thing is, there's just something about Irish people. They've just a way of looking at the world. It's it is very unique, and it you know it's kind of in the way that you get the north south divide in the UK. It's so like kind of like kind of pocketed here. You know, everybody has a very unique viewpoint on on what Ireland is, and that translates to what's on the telly. So, yeah, I genuinely did think it was going to work here because like there's not many shows that can translate to another country, whether it's UK to US, Ireland to US, or wherever. But a show come from the UK to Ireland, I think people could very easily turn their nose up at it early on. Um, but then you realise it's it's not about the show, it's about the people. It's all about the cast, it's all about their opinions. So, look, we know how to talk. 
you know, I've just waffled on there to a good three minutes to your <laughs> one line an- a question. So, you know, we can definitely talk and we definitely have strong opinions about things. So, yeah, it was always going to work here. Yeah, and um, I know obviously you're, you're looking to cast people at the moment and I have to say, well, like the few times I did watch the show, I sit in there and I was like, oh my God, I could not imagine myself. Like the things I say, I think the things that a lot of people say... <laughs> When, like, I mean, when there's no cameras around, it's grand. But I couldn't imagine having cameras there. So the last few times you have put out casting, yeah. is there a high level of applications? Oh, Jesus, yeah, thousands. Really? Oh, every time, without fail. Like, it's grown. And, like, we, we have more applications for Series 5 than we did for Series 4. And, and likewise, for Series 3, it's grown and grown and grown. Like, you know, and it's we did have our highest viewing figures in the last series. You know, it, it just, it struck a chord with people. Um, and and then inevitably, people are looking at it and it will always get to a point for people who, who might have that kind of, you know, have a book in them or have their 15 minutes of fame, fame in them. They might be looking at it thinking to themselves, Jesus, I could talk on telly about what's on the telly. Um, and, but it's amazing how many people you get who will open with, we're hilarious, you should watch us. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and they might be. Or they might be with their own friends and family, but like it doesn't mean it. It'll always translate, you know. Like it's a, it's a, it always tends to be a very particular type of person who ends up on the show. And weirdly, it's it's the type of person who would never think of being on the telly. Like, you know, what can happen a lot of times is you'd get people who would apply, and some people are amazing, or or some people just may not be right for the show. But where we tend to find our most success is when somebody might go, oh, you should talk to Mary down the road. You know, she's great crack. She, geez, she's no filter. She'll say anything. And actually, it's the person who's making the recommendation. We think you might be good. You know, there's a bit of crack in you. You know, we've had a good chat for the, for 10 minutes just standing on the middle of a high street. You know what I mean? So there's no um, there's no kind of rhyme or reason why you know kind of people will work it's just if you if they're engaging people they've strong opinions they're likable you know um yeah jesus chances are they they might work for us okay and i heard you saying there that obviously it's a very particular type of person mm-hmm. that gets onto the show so how do you whittle it down from let's say three thousand applications yeah. to 15 well what we tend to do is we we try and give as many people a fair shot just because look people will surprise you you know um so we'll 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 have a phone call with people We'll have a chat with them and just see, like, you know, if they're as much crack as they've said they were or better again, if they haven't said they're any crack at all, we'll just ring them, see what they're like. The next stage then would be a Skype call. So whoever might be in their house, we would we would Skype them um, and just see what they are uh, all about. You know what I mean? We'd show them some photos of people who are on Irish telly. We might show them Marty Morrissey to see if they have any strong opinions, <laughs> you know. Uh, or we've been showing people like stuff like... um. Leo at the White House with Mike Pence and you know what I mean because we're curious to see like you know, do you watch the Sunday game do you watch the 9 o'clock news you know do you watch the 6 o'clock show Virgin Media like you know you have to kind of you have to watch telly if you're going to end up on the show go off well, funnily enough because <laughs> even though like I work in TV and radio I probably shouldn't admit this because I remember saying it into, in an interview and your man just looked at me and was like, piece of advice, never say you don't watch TV. And I was like, no, like, yeah. I watch, like, Netflix. And he was like, okay, I'll let you away with that. But yeah. I wouldn't really watch Irish telly unless it was a show that I was working on or hoping to work on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do your homework, basically, and come in and just kind of 
give it a the old gift to the gab. Yeah, so does that mean that I couldn't be in the show? Uh, it would help if you watched a little bit of Irish <laughs> telly, seeing that we are majority, you know, of our shows are from Irish telly. Uh, yeah, like, you know, where it tends to work best is if you're kind of just well aware of who people are. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to watch everything. Like, you know, it could be that we we've shown an episode of like Stetsons and Stilettos, which is this country music show from RTE and like Des Grufferty down the thigh, for example, he doesn't necessarily watch that week to week, but what he does pick up on is the fact that there is the same tractor that he might have rode when he was a 10 year old boat, uh, you know, young lad. And you know, that's the type of thing that excites him. And it kind of, you know, elicits a reaction. It's all about getting opinions, reactions and, you know, most important thing is just that people, you know, have kind of plenty to say, really. Okay, yeah, no, because I'm like, I can definitely see myself sitting there as an opinion piece. <laughs> you should give it a go. <laughs> I know, I wouldn't even need to know here they were. Just be I actually there. have a camera recording here just to test you, just to <laughs> see what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> Imagine. So, Shireen, this is your audition table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, honestly, myself and my family, I, I don't think I can. Actually, because um, I was saying to you that I was chatting to one of girls earlier on and she was like, oh, and had a kind of list of questions for you. What she wanted to know is, is it just families that can go on to it? Oh, no, 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 sure. We've got, like, the cabra girls, the loud lads, you know. They're all best mates. But the important thing is, like, you do watch telly together, you know. Or, or at the very least, that you have, like, an incredible relationship. Like, the cabra girls are a good example of that because, like, they all grew up in and around the same area in Cabra. Like, they would have watched telly in each other's houses when they were younger. Less so now, like, you know, kind of, you're all grown up, you're not, you've got your own lives, so you're not going to be knocking around at, you know, 30 odd years of age to sit down and watch Coronation Street with your buddy. But if you ever do, you know that the relationship is there, so you have plenty to talk about, regardless of what, you know, Roy is up to on Corrie, you know. You know, it's just that you, you, you it's just that ease, like, around each other, you know. Mm-hmm. It's that you, absolute confidence. And it just means that you're not trying too hard. It's so, you know, chances are you're more likely to say something interesting, engaging, amusing if you're not sitting there trying to perform because, and I genuinely can't, can't stress this enough because I get asked this a lot, like nobody on the show is a performer, you know, everybody is there just because they're real people um, and like if anybody feels like they're trying to say something for the sake of it, like that's when so whenever anybody is trying to say stuff for the sake of it that's when we'll make sure we kind of reel people back in like but what we don't do is like we don't produce people you know we don't tell them what to say and again that's another thing I can't stress enough like but it's just about making sure that people are just confident enough just to have the crack in their own home you know because as a viewer we're a guest in their home not the other way around they're not trying to perform for us you know they're just we're just there because they've been cast well and they've got plenty to say they're interesting things to say and they're probably funny and likable if they yeah. ended up on the show. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like that whole um, thing of saying that the, the, the producers have a massive say in it. Because obviously Love Island has just ended. Yeah, and yeah. everyone's like, it's scripted. Every single word is scripted. I was saying that I was working on first dates and people yeah. always say to me like, is it scripted? And I'm like, not at all. And they're like, they definitely know who they're walking into beforehand. So I'm like, that would defeat the purpose of the show. Yeah. So would you get a lot of people being like, they're scripted? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Like funnily enough, like I get a credit on the show as a writer. Um, and But what I write is the voiceover, you know? So, um, but but that's it. Like that's, that's the beginning and ending of that. You know, where the producing happens is in the edit, you know? And I, I haven't worked on Love Island. I've 
be fairly familiar how a show like that is put together. So I can only imagine how it's worked, but that's their business, you know. Um, but like for certainly for first dates, for for Gogglebox, their shows about real people. As soon as you get into the world of telling them what to say, then it loses its magic. You know what I mean? Like you should feel like you're looking through a window and you've got a pair of headphones on. And you can just kind of, you're getting this lovely little moment that you're being invited in and they're just kind of having a crack in their own home. As soon as you start trying to, you know, kind of plant yourself in there as a producer, then all of a sudden you've lost that magic because they're not reacting naturally. And the same goes for first dates, you know, which it just brings it all back to the importance of casting, which is kind of what we're up to at the moment, you know, like looking for people who are going to be good on the show is is about being able to take a step back and just going well what are they doing if we're not here you know and if they're if, if people can just forget that they're on the telly well then that's always a good first step but you have to trust your casting you know first dates especially you know because you're setting people up for real dates you know you want to make a match on that show and that's why it has such lovely warmth and heart and similarly with us, you know, we cast people because they've got plenty to say. They're funny, they're interesting, they're engaging um, and they watch a bit of telly. And so all of that kind of comes together that it just it just feels real. Yeah. And do you have any standout moments for yourself on the show today? So you've just like it, it springs straight to mind. Oh, yeah. Like there's a couple like there's like one in particular is I actually goes back to series one because it was absolutely bonkers but it was um emmerdale so emmerdale had this big crash crash scene and like they spent fortune on getting um so the idea was there is the road to to hotton where emmerdale is and so there's like i think there's about like 10 different cast members were all happened to be traveling on this road in one day one of them crashes because one of the characters throws herself off a bridge and then you know she lands on one car and then there's crash after crash after crash somebody's jumping over ramps it was a bonkers bit of telly brilliantly well made um and so we showed it to our families some who would be kind of religious emmerdale viewers some who wouldn't uh but it's that beautiful kind of moment to tell you where you don't need to know anything about who these people are to know that that is a brilliant bit of telly and it's also just mad so there's moments like john and dave for example our lads in Portobello like they're just sitting there with their mouth open because you know they like they love to talk about you know kind of lovely well-made well-produced telly and all of a sudden they were their minds were blown by the soap because they didn't think it would be as well made as that and so it just elicited this brilliantly strong kind of natural reaction and so you know moments like that you just can't fake like there's a similar one on um on fair city where there was an explosion in a garage there i think about two years ago but uh but same thing again you know people who wouldn't naturally or or would normally sit down to watch fair city were sitting kind of jaws on the floor because they're just like they couldn't believe that this is happening on some of the shows they wouldn't normally watch um and then you know it's some of the reactions on emmerdale certainly um you might get away with showing them actually because they're uh because you're after the watershed but jesus christ they were <laughs> we had to reel them in put it that way and i know that obviously there's like a whirlwind of emotions that go through each episode mm. it's like happy sad happy sad and then yeah. like surprised so how does that process take place well who, like who picks the clips Oh, well, like so, we we have a team. So we've we've an archive team who would uh, who would look after all that, um, and it's all just about kind of it's all bit just about making sure that you've got a, a real mix. Because the thing is, you could show like eight episodes of first dates, and you'd get brilliant reactions. But 
our viewer would get bored because, you know, it's a similar style of a reaction every time. So you want to be making sure you're keeping an eye on when the next Attenborough show is coming out. You want to know when First Aid's Ireland is back. You want to know what's going to happen on Fair City. You want to know what's going to be um, what's going to be on the 6 o'clock show. You know, so we keep an eye on a, an absolute kind of range of, of types of shows because they all give us different reactions and also they'll give different families different reactions. So Angela and Eileen and Castle Knock, you know, kind of the most lovely ladies um, will will be shocked if they hear somebody saying, so if you've got someone like Maura on Love Island, with, with like we've all seen the t-shirts with her list of phrases that there probably wouldn't be normal phrases used in Angela and Eileen's household. That's got to get a bit of a different reaction than it is in the Cabra's house, you know. So you just have to make sure you have a mix. And the thing is, I think what surprises people with a show like Gogglebox is how much heart there is. And obviously it's very intentional. We make sure that, you know, our families are watching stuff that has plenty of heart. Um, Mainly because we just want to be able to show that our families are there because they've got so much heart and warmth themselves, you know. So... There's times we've 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 showed shows like say Stand Up to Cancer that has, you know, like there's two reasons for it. You know, you obviously want to kind of give give something like that a push because you you know, it has such a lovely, genuine cause. Um and so many of our families are touched by, by cancer. I know my family I'm the same, so you'd imagine so many other people's families are the same. So you just want to make sure that um, you know, they they have an outlet to be able to kind of air their opinions and their, their opinions aren't just on people like Maura from Love Island. Their mm-hmm. opinions are on a range of things because they're cast for being real people, live real lives. So having a real mix of shows is able to kind of show people why they're there. You know, it's not just because they've all got these kind of witty one-liners, which they all do, which is and it's amazing, makes my life an awful lot easier in the edit. But it just means then that, you know, they're able to kind of connect with people in a way that they wouldn't normally be able to. Yeah, no, definitely, 100%. And I know that you're probably not going to answer yeah. this, but... You're going to ask anyway, though, aren't you? Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, any favourites? Like, one favourite. Oh, no, that's not what I thought you were going to ask. But oh, go on, yeah. yeah, no, no. Any favourites? No, do you know what the funny thing is? Like, Don't give me that media answer <laughs> if I love them all. No, or they're, uh, all, they're all unique in their own way. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm from the same school as Jim Gavin's players now. I'm kind of, well, media... Tra- no, no, honestly... Um, Honest, it it changes week to week, and I'll tell you why. It's because we have uh, a whole series to make, you know. So we've got you know a dozen episodes, say, and the same people can't be at the forefront of every show. One because you're dealing with real people, so their moods change, and they're not always going to be in the same kind of bubbly form week to week. But what tends to happen is the people who kind of give you the most material are the ones who are your favorites that week. You know, and, I, and <laughs> I'm not the real producer. No, and it is, and I can only be honest about that because yeah. you know I've got a job to do. If my boss walks in for a view and he wants to know that it's a good show, and you know, uh, there's no point in me saying, "Oh, well, they're my favorite," but they were, you know what I mean? They, they weren't in great form this week, so they didn't say much. But yeah. they're in anyway. That's just not the way it works. I'm also the youngest of five boys, so I, I'm well aware of how that question goes down, and you know, if you answer it truthfully then you're going to open up a whole can of worms. <laughs> yes, no, fair, fair, that's so fair. So if anyone listening wants to apply, where can they go to apply? Yeah, so uh, the first port of call is to drop us an email on casting at kiteentertainment.com or if you want to check out the Kite Entertainment website, the, the details are up there as well. Because Kite, like Kite, would make a, a load of different shows and so like there's always an opportunity for some sort of show up there. Yeah. 
Amazing. Thanks so much. Thanks very much. Cheers for having me. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.